0: Welcome to a new episode of Off the Fence. Uh, we we've got a different setup, which, by the way, this couch is rather comfy. You've been missing out, and sitting with you is awesome. Mm. Hey, uh, so we have guests with us, uh, Josh and Sophie. They are professional married people. You have been married for how long now? What's 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 the the time frame now? One year and four months. One year and four months. Yeah, you've learned everything. You you're locked in. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Do we're doing a advice? series. We're doing like a series of episodes <laughs> on marriage. and mm-hmm. I know we've talked about a lot of different things, but we all, we wanted to talk about dating and the early years, like pre-marriage, but even mm-hmm. that first year of marriage and just have a have a conversation. and then uh, and then Katie and I are gonna kind of take over and talk a little bit about covenant and and things like that. But we always start off the the podcast. We got to get off the fence and today is on queso, which Keso. I mean, are you a human being if you don't like queso? Right, mm-hmm. you're a robot, yes. probably. Yeah. Nope. So here's what we do: uh, you guys pick up, get your get your chips and queso, and and dive in. Don't look underneath the cheese yet until you've tasted it. But uh, what we're gonna do is, uh, I'd like for you to determine the best queso available to those of us here in the north. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> is this on taste or texture? Well, or
0: as we've learned in comprehend. in previous episodes, apparently, like a breakfast burrito you gauge it on how messy is it. So, I I mean, but I, I mean, I'm going to lean towards, I'll lean towards like taste and stuff like that. But so of course, some of us right now, if you're listening you're like, you know, you make the best queso, that's cool. This is queso you can buy, like restaurant, um, grocery store kind of stuff. But any initial feedback yet on what you've been tasting, anything like you're going, this is amazing, or this is atrocious? What are the, what are the options? What are the options? Yeah, what are the three options? Like, as in, like, you want... Where they're from? Where they're from? Yeah. That's it's the a the point. Is that we're not yeah, that. that's the point. You can't know oh, yet. Gosh. Taste it first. Yeah, see, See, Josh, you're trying to, like... Blind taste test. I just want to win. Be right. I, you want to win. <laughs> there is There is <laughs> well, no winning. There is, right there is losing. There uh, is losing. I don't know. You don't know?
2: I think this first one's kind of spicy. Okay. It's good, but...
0: Any conclusions yet?
1: I'm just gonna keep eating. I'm just
0: gonna keep eating queso. I think personally, because I mean, we all have our biases. that queso, if you're gonna if you're gonna say, "Hey, this is the best queso," for me, it needs to be spicy. If it's not spicy, you're not gonna win with me. But I'm. But I'm. But you're not spicy. You're. You're not a. I think it needs to be like a subtle spice. Okay, it just keeps yeah, building. I
2: like spicy food, but I don't know if I would prefer spicy queso. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay, have you landed?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, this okay, is my then, favorite
2: one. I think it's Safeways.
0: Okay, then you you guys take over and talk about it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to well, taste this.
2: It's not Safeways. It's Panchero's. <gasps> Are you
0: supposed to look at it yet? Yeah.
2: Well, when you finish uh, them all.
1: Yeah. I just look when I finish them all. Oh. But I also read the the end of the book before I open up a book.
3: So <laughs> uh, So I actually have a major disadvantage. Uh, I can't taste anything because uh, I got oh, yeah. COVID a few weeks ago. So, a few months ago, months
2: ago.
3: A few weeks ago. Uh, yeah. So they all kind of taste uh, like thick water.
1: That's a bummer. Girl, I that did. A I really did taste the spice, bummer.
3: so I can like taste the adjective of what it is. Mm-hmm. I just can't taste the noun.
1: Look at you with your English. That's nice. Thank you. Could you tutor our kids? I'm uh, just
3: kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I no, you do not want him
1: to tutor <laughs> your kids on that. So I picked Safeway. I've never had Safeway queso before, I, but I actually love. I love like the texture of it, and I like the taste. Qdoba, out of the normal context of Qdoba, I love Qdoba. It tasted different out of context.
3: I like the stuff in Qdoba. Yeah. Wow. So they have like tomatoes or it's chilies It's got like or a
1: good girth, a good queso girth. That, I don't know if that sounds appropriate. So Josh
0: <laughs> Josh has been disqualified from the contest due to his lack of ability to... <laughs> I'll see myself again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine <laughs> so. so we did... So what? Uh, your Pancheros. Favorite, my Pancheros? Favorite.
2: I really like the texture. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised though. I thought it was going to be Safeways. Yeah, Safeway was mine. I'm blown away.
0: <sighs> and mine would be Qdoba. So there you go. Wow. Apparently, hmm. apparently, queso is really specific. When I had, you think like it's yeah. it's one of those things. It's not like a chicken sandwich or right. Wow, we've learned I, something.
1: I gotta tell you though, so much of my queso experience has to do with the quality of the chip. I like a thin, like moderately salty chip, and I think that that. It's like I like queso salsa with queso chip or with kudoba queso <laughs> with
0: Qdoba chip. with Kudoba' yeah, chips. Yeah, because they have the yeah. lime stuff on it. Speak
1: for me. Someone. So good. Yeah, yeah, like I like yeah. them, I like the Mary. They they are together as a couple.
0: So we all got off the fence, but uh, we different all we stops. all went different routes. Yeah, on, interesting. Uh, well, I guess it depends on what your taste. buds I feel tell good because
1: everybody won technically. Yeah, that's neat. And they're, I don't like it when there has to be off a the river. fence
0: <laughs> on queso. There you go. Yay. Well, okay. So let's let's get after this. Uh, Josh and Sophie, thanks for being willing to uh, be open about dating and early years of marriage. So let's just get – I just want to chat for about 10 or 15 minutes with you about – you've got some real-life examples, real-life experience. I'm sure things went well, and I'm sure some things have not gone well. Um, I just think we all would enjoy hearing. Okay, in your like, what went well dating? Mm-hmm. What 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 was great and and what what wasn't so great about dating? Because I think a lot of people listen right now. It's like not yet married, and they're in the midst of the dating process. And some people love it, some people hate it. So I think what went great and what didn't go great, and we'll find some advice out of that. I'll let you go first.
2: Are
3: you sure? No, I don't step on toes. <laughs>
2: Um, well, we dated for four months before he proposed, Mm -hmm. so it was great, obviously, because we got engaged very fast, but, um, I would say it was great. We were at like the perfect time, Mm -hmm. like season of Mm -hmm. life to meet. Yes. We were, I had just graduated. He had recently graduated. Okay. Um, that's why it was able to move so fast Mm because it was just the right time. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would say it was still hard, like at first. I hadn't been in a relationship in a long time, like, since high school. Okay. Um, and I was in grad school. So it had been, like, five years. Okay. And for him, he had been just been in a relationship. So for us figuring out how to date again, mm-hmm. yeah. like, for me, it was really hard mm-hmm. because I hadn't done it since high school, which does not really count. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. But- You could be hurt in high school. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's true.
2: Mm-hmm. But for him, I think it was hard to go right from another relationship that had failed mm-hmm. to- Pretty soon after starting to date again, in a more I feel like adult way, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah, yeah. I think but- for me, I I was in a lot of relationships. Okay, uh, so trying to figure out what I wanted, um, and I think relationship was also a sign of status too for me. Yep. Um, and uh, before I met Sophie, the previous relationship I was in, thought it was like done deal. Like, okay, this is the one. We're gonna keep trucking forward with life. And it ended abruptly with mm-hmm. the classic, uh, I need to focus more on God. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, peace out. No, <laughs> God, no, not at all. Uh, and so uh, for me when I met Sophie, I I really liked her. And I'm like, I just got out of this relationship. I do not want to jump into something and not be ready mm-hmm. for something.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and so I think it was more of a protection for myself but also for Sophie because I, I didn't want to do that to her because she's amazing. And I'm glad we... <laughs> Talked about it and you know, it obviously worked out.
0: So, what would you say? What would you say? Like, so the way you guys dated, because obviously I was not hovering over your shoulders, which would have been creepy and weird. <laughs> uh, But what would you say? You know what? I hope. I hope I can pass this. What what we did while we were dating on. You, you would hope that other couples. Would be like, hey, I think you should do this or here's a great idea mm-hmm. or Europe, whether, whether it would be approach, maybe it's for something very specific or maybe it's some value system, but I'm just curious what what did you say we did that well?
2: I think we spent a lot of time together, like
0: mm-hmm.
2: not too much time like we had boundaries and that like I was still living with my family. Yeah. He was living on his own. I was able to spend time with my family, but I think the reason it progressed quickly was because we spent normal, we did normal things together. Mm -hmm. Like we'd eat dinner together or we would, Mm -hmm. you know, if he needed to go grocery shopping, I'd go with him doing like everyday things Mm -hmm. so that I could envision myself doing that. Uh If we got married, Mm -hmm. I, that's why I felt more comfortable. Yeah. Like moving to that next step was because we were doing all those things. We weren't living Mm -hmm. together and we weren't Mm -hmm. like none of those things, but we spent so much time together.
3: Yeah. There's just a lot of practical things that we did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I think like life is full of the practical things and not always going to the movies and watching a movie. Yeah, Um, Yeah. Like we haven't even been to a movie theater together because when we were dating, uh, it was 2019 (laughs) and then COVID hit in 2020 and (sighs) got engaged. So like there's a lot of things like as a couple that normal couples have done Mm -hmm. on dates and we've never done them. That's wild. Like COVID shut it down. Yeah. Yeah. we're, We're living at the time.
1: You're a
0: COVID couple. Yeah. I love
1: that we rhythm, are. though, of, of having ba- spending a lot of time together, but with boundaries. Yeah. 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 I think that's, so, that's something that really easily gets kind of thrown to this. The
2: boundary mm-hmm. part gets thrown to the side. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're allowed. We were adults. We make our own decisions. Yeah. It's not like my parents yeah. or his parents had curfew and yeah, things. Keep, keep like space. It was still <laughs> our decision. Like mm-hmm. we yeah. chose that because mm-hmm. it's important. Mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But
0: So you're subtly saying things. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm just going to say it. Okay. So you just said, we didn't live together.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why?
0: Uh, didn't want to.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, like, would <laughs> <Nice>. love to. <laughs> like, yeah. That'd be awesome.
3: It'd be great. <laughs> right. But like, I'm just... We
2: uh, knew like, that wasn't God's plan.
3: Like, st- And even mm-hmm. just like statistically, like it's terrible. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: It's terrible. And more importantly, like that's not what God wants us to do.
0: Because mm-hmm. that's why I was like, I know you didn't directly say it, but like you, you were like, so there, there appears to have been like your approach... To dating, there were some whether they were spoken or unspoken. Mm-hmm. Some uh, your your approach, some might even call unique. I would definitely call it healthy, but but sure. like w- but you said you didn't live together. Mm-hmm. Um, w- like you seem to have like minded value systems, mm-hmm. or, or like because I, I, I know you both in the sense that you both uh, follow the way of Jesus. You are Christians, mm-hmm. and so the, there's some of that. Like stuff gets taught, we don't always know why it's taught, which is we like, right? we, we follow suit with it. But uh, it appears as though that you guys took an approach nowadays that not all couples are taking. Yeah. Um, do you regret taking that route? No. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't think so. That was kind of a, a dad <laughs> question. But. Okay. So let's go to the opposite <laughs> side. Uh, if you guys are willing to be vulnerable and and like what what weren't you guys great at dating wise or maybe it's first year of marriage, but like, where you go, you're learning going, huh? Whether whether you didn't know about it, maybe it surprised you, or you're like, it maybe it was a a place of immaturity. We've all had. I mean, I can tell you all of our. But like, what what would you say? Hmm, we should have done that better. Could have done that better. Wish we had known that. Wish we had approached something. Whatever. I think respecting
3: time. Like we, I think we did a good job at it. Uh, but I know, like, very early on in, in our dating relationship, um, like we hung out all the time. Okay, and. We were with each other till like 3 a.m. in the morning. We both had to be at work at 7 the oh, wow. next okay. day. Okay. Um, like we were running on fumes. Hmm. Um, so I think like because of that, uh, we never got into fights, I don't think. But there's also times of tension. Um, and it's just because we were constantly with each other hmm. all the time, okay. not getting the proper rest that we needed. So I think that's something I would go back and change.
2: Yeah. Hmm. I think, too, communication is yeah. our biggest downfall in general still. That's
0: oh a daily thing. <laughs> well, and and yeah. I I think I guess no no one is brilliant at like when I say perfect at it, and we can tell you as ex- <laughs> <laughs> you know nineteen years eventually twenty like w- that it's it's a process that you learn and you mm-hmm. just continue to learn yeah. and then and relearn you, you might even know the best way to do it <laughs> but
2: you don't
0: <laughs> yeah. you just don't do it <laughs> yeah okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm okay
1: it's a, that but it's a con like communication is so fluid, it's constantly evolving because we're we're changing, yeah, constantly, mm-hmm. so it's good that you know it because then you're you're actively mm-hmm. pursuing what's best mm-hmm. for this season
0: uh, I like to talk, so no, communication no, uh, is constantly evolving it, <laughs> no, well, <laughs> uh, so so for folks who are uh maybe they're they're about to get married or or they're in their first year, what advice would you give them that you guys have mm-hmm. learned you're know, like, hey, this has worked well for us or or, um, hey, we maybe it's a a reality you've learned about marriage. Going okay, we thought this, it, mm. but it's better seen this way. Uh, advise all of the newlyweds or soon to be newlyweds, right? Uh, now that Gosh. now that COVID is opening up and weddings are going to happen probably at epic rates. Uh for those listening, give them some advice or thoughts or.
2: I would say. This is the most important thing I learned in premarital counseling. And I think all the time we go back to it is when it comes to communication, mm-hmm. like telling the other person what you're expecting. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, for example, before I go to bed, I like the house to be clean. Okay, like I just need it to be clean. Yes, she does. But I, so I tell him like. Hey, I'm going to go take a shower, which means I'm going to get in bed after the shower. (laughs) And could you clean? I'm expecting that those two dishes in the sink are going to be done. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, sure. Where I, he has no, I have no right to be mad at him if I did not tell him Mm -hmm. that I'm expecting Mm -hmm. it. And so I think we've gotten much better at like letting each other know because I can't be frustrated. It's not fair Mm -hmm. to be frustrated with you if Mm -hmm. I don't tell you Mm -hmm. what I'm expecting and it's, and now every time we, he tells me or I tell him my expectation, it's like, yeah, of course I'll do that. Mm-hmm. I would never have thought to do that yes. if you wouldn't have just told me. Oh. So I think that I've, we've tried to do that throughout our mm-hmm. whole marriage because we learned that in premarital counseling, yeah. but it's a continual thing. Like what a said. gift to get that in premarital yeah. counseling. I know Because yeah. yeah. I think
1: 20 years down the line, there are couples still mm-hmm. yeah. learning yeah. that I can't hold somebody to an expectation I've not articulated. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been We're so not mind helpful. Readers. Yeah.
1: yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. So helpful.
3: Yeah
1: awesome.
2: So, yeah, that's what I
3: would say. Yeah. I would second that. Like mm-hmm. communication like I think 98% of problems can be worked out with communication. Um mm-hmm. like to go off what she said, I give very direct expectations but not clear expectations. Ah. And Sophie says very helpful. <laughs> Uh, Sophie doesn't say expectations or says something like, I'm going to take a shower. And that means clean the dishes. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. Or I need so, to say,
2: can you clean the dishes? I'm going to go take a shower. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like
3: it's like learning to actually state what you mean. Yeah. Um, and it can be embarrassing. Like, hey, can you just go clean those two dishes? Please? And it's like, <laughs> I can just put this in the dishwasher, but I want you to. Yeah. Because um, I want to go to bed. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's just like those little things, like learning to be very clear in what you say.
1: Yeah. Or, and, or interpreting each other's language because yeah. I think we have both. Yeah. We, we both like the house clean before we go to bed. That's fun.
0: Well, um. that's but, but, commu- <laughs> but communication is yeah. often, it's not just what do you want done mm-hmm. Or, or, mm-hmm. or what do you want to say? Mm-hmm. It's how does that other person receive
4: mm-hmm.
0: your, your desires mm-hmm. your, yeah. and, and how, how do you help that person know you? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's, that's what you guys are learning. You're, you're mm-hmm. learning yeah. how to know each other. Yeah. And, and one of the things in relationships I think that we miss is it's not simply just getting it. You don't just download it and just have it because you yeah. like that person a lot mm-hmm. and are attracted to that person. You're just mm-hmm. like, no, like help me know you. Mm-hmm. I want, And that's part of the love there is you want to know that other person. Mm-hmm. You want to actually know them so well that you can serve them better than any other person on this planet. Mm-hmm. But that requires um, tell me um, yeah, right. or learning cues mm-hmm. and yeah. learning all that. And that's one of the beauties of marriage is if you're willing to do that. Yeah. And,
1: but also being vulnerable enough to share what your needs are because sometimes we don't want to articulate that we have mm-hmm. needs
0: because yeah. we want yeah. to
1: not... Yeah. You, know, you don't want to be a burden. Yeah. want to be. So it's also the yeah. vulnerability to, to share what's going on.
0: Well, thanks for your vulnerability. And uh, I just want everyone to know. I want to I prove that I love you guys. You guys own an animal that resides in your home. Yes, the best we animal sure ever. do. Right.
2: The best species of animal.
0: well well, the easiest species i'm I'm just gonna say you own an animal and and easiest the animal i believe in science books is known as a cat i
1: love i love
0: cats i really do people think that i hate all cat people and i don't
1: you just despise the animals i just want
0: you guys to know that i love you i'm proud of you by the way i'm very proud of you both Mm -hmm. because uh unlike common misconceptions Marriage is not easy. The first year isn't easy. Mm-hmm. It's not all easy. It's it takes work, and you guys are putting the work in it, mm-hmm. and it's it's good. It's it's evident that you guys love each other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. thanks for uh, letting us interview you. Yeah, uh, appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. You guys yeah. are
3: awesome.
0: I loved talking to Josh mm-hmm. and Sophie. I mm-hmm. I want to talk to you a little bit of that, and we're gonna to finish this. One of the things we've not talked about um, with marriage is. I want to go back to those vows that, well, in theory, some people write their own, and then there's the traditional ones. It's
1: adorable when they do that. It is. I and was that, too nervous.
0: Um, as a, maybe as a pastor, um, I know people love to write their own vows. I just, I, I, the traditional ones are so spot on. I have not been able to find better ones. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to talk about marriage and commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have everything I that I do with couples. I've told you this you know this but mm-hmm. i think this might be beneficial for some that my view of marriage and so what when i when i share this with especially at a ceremony mm-hmm. is i think that, a, that couples should have uh, this agenda to slay some giants mm-hmm. and so i always give a couple a rock and say Here, here's a rock right mm-hmm. and because i think uh you know we like you can do this with money you can do this with all that kind of stuff. I just think one of the greatest things that you and I have experienced is when you and I are going after something together. Mm-hmm. Um, Goliaths. Yeah. Well, I would say, and I would say even, it's weird, even in parenting when you and mm-hmm. I have tried to help one of our kids and, and together we're like, we're going to do this together, mm-hmm. builds our our marriage, strengthens mm-hmm. our marriage. Absolutely. When you and I have done financial goals, let's mm-hmm. do this together. And it just, it's been pretty cool. So I tell couples, list your Goliaths, go after mm-hmm. some things. They don't have to be like mean Things like like negative things you're right. conquering. They just big right. big things, and but also knowing you're going to screw up mm-hmm. um, and fight uh, the devil on some things and give in. And there's going to be temptations that you take mm-hmm. the bait on. Mm-hmm. And so not only do you need a rock because you're going to go after Goliath, but you need the cross mm-hmm. because you're going to have to give each other grace yes. and 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 actually say I'm sorry or I mm-hmm. forgive you. And uh, but it just reminds me uh, I'm very. Like this is a big deal to me mm-hmm. is that when, when a couple says, even though I'm not sure they fully know what they're saying, uh, for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, think how like broad that actually is, but not just broad, how powerful that mm-hmm. is. To tell another human being, in essence, no matter how good you are at marriage, mm-hmm. I'm going to stay in this marriage.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: No matter how great life is, I'm here. I am locked in. No matter if I even feel fulfilled if I if my feelings are telling me otherwise better or worse I'm in this mm-hmm. and I think that's powerful so in our marriage when I mean, we're we're creeping in on 20 years we Not are quite there yet though it, we can see it though
1: yeah we can see it we can
0: um up the road a bit regarding the world of commitment what does mm-hmm. commitment look like regarding our marriage when you when you think mm-hmm. of us and and if someone said hey are you committed to David mm-hmm. um and you would likely give the right answer, yes. Mm-hmm. But what does that mean to you inside of your head and your heart?
1: Well, I, I actually, it when you ask that question, I literally think of our wedding day. Because I think for me growing up, I thought of marriage, the wedding day, as being like the end of this pursuit of happiness, mm. where it's a closing of something. Like, I got what I have always wanted. You know, I wanted to be married to a great person, and I am, and so it's over. But it's the beginning, and and now with you know nearly twenty years looking back, I think commitment is saying um, no matter what, I'm I'm gonna wake up and choose to love this person. I want this person to be my best friend. I want to assume the best. Mm. I want to I want to when I step into um, the temptation to just be frustrated or to not communicate or what whatever it is, big or small, um, that it's it's a beginning marriage the wedding day is the beginning of something not the not the close of something Mm -hmm. um and living life in that way where we get to just deepen our understanding of one another and our commitment to one another committed meaning no matter what i'm with you and i'm yours and you're mine and i'm gonna live my life that way uh not just not just when i'm out and about and and living life but uh the way that i treat you at home and honor you the way um I communicate to you, all of that is is wanting to move us ahead and forward together. I just I picture this linking of arms kind of walking together, which is probably your worst nightmare, linking arms and you know. <laughs> oh. I like I'm touchy, but yeah. um I I would say I would say for me it it's it's that. It's it's uh not just saying you're my best friend, um but but living living in that way. Because so much of our marriage, I think probably any relationship and any marriage. But what I've learned is that uh, the more intentional I am with knowing myself and making myself healthy and well, the more I'm going to want that for you and the better we're going to be together. Um, but to me, commitment is just remembering what my yes was and that I love you and uh, that outside of the Lord, you're my top priority. Mm. Uh, and so every decision that I make uh, is, is a reflection of that yeah. or is, is moving towards that. I hope that answered. I kind of went around the bend. Oh, it, did,
0: it did. I and When I think about my, how I evaluate my commitment to you, because mm-hmm. I do that. <laughs> I know I'm. You're I, an
1: Enneagram 3. I, I'm all about feelings and you're all and about. And I'm
0: constantly wondering how yeah. effective am I being? <laughs> like, literally, how effective am I being? And so I think about how effective am I being mm-hmm. as a husband to you? Mm-hmm. So the way I begin, like, because. I mean it's easy. Well, I'm being incredibly in fact effective. Like, like oh. I wake up handsome every right. day and I'm like, not. Nice. Like, it... <laughs> no, I I think about something we were taught early on, is I ask myself, what am I withholding from you? Mm,
1: that's good. Um, so yeah.
0: I and so I I think I actually mm-hmm. this is something I learned early on. I was taught this, but do it still to this day. Mm-hmm. I will ask myself, and that sounds weird, but like David, what are you withholding from Katie and why? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like really positive. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we learn. So I like, you know, there'd be sometimes get up in the morning, get the kids where they need to go, and and blah, blah, blah. And we go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. But it during the morning I noticed you looked like freaking hot.
1: Well, you're so nice.
0: But I didn't say anything to right. you. I didn't yeah. say I just noticed it. And mm-hmm. it was like whatever. And, and just what that I learned that that is to tell you that at 535 after i've come home and we've had our day or whatever mm-hmm. or even just before we go to sleep and say oh i, I withheld this from you i just, I just it wasn't like intentional I just we just went about the day you were you just you looked like amazing Did i love that new sweater or whatever you are wearing and i i've learned how meaningful that is mm-hmm. to you to where sometimes it's like you don't always have to say it in the moment mm-hmm. it's that you took the time to say it when you to remember, re, yeah. even when you re-remembered mm-hmm. right. the moment. So that's one of like withholds, learning what mm-hmm. I've withheld from you. But then also, well, I don't know if this is my personality or my makeup, my temperament. But when I get mad at you,
4: mm-hmm.
0: I'm tempted to withhold from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for me, like I'm not gonna talk to you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna withhold that from you. Or I'm not going to do such and such. Mm-hmm. I'm going to withhold. And so when I get upset, mm-hmm. when I'm not happy with the situation, whatever, whatever reason it would be, mm-hmm. I have learned about myself. So I stopped, I think partially because I am a three on the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. I stop performing sounds bad. I stop being effective on purpose.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and so one thing in marriage I've learned is to ask myself, what am I withholding and why?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm a pretty honest person. I hate lie, mm-hmm. stuff, lying, dishonest, deceit. I can't stand it. So I actually have a pretty easy time being honest with myself. I know the answer real quick, mm-hmm. what I'm withholding from you. And if it's like, oh, you didn't say that to her, and you should say that to her, or oh, you're throwing a tantrum in in your own little circle there, David. Mm-hmm. You're withholding, you're withholding um, conversation. Mm-hmm. You're withholding whatever, access. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've learned if I'll hear that answer in my head, mm-hmm. I'm mature enough now to go. That's immature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I wonder that might help some folks in the sake of what does it look like to be committed? You can say, "Well, I'm here." Nah, yeah. like it's not just. And I'm a, not cheating, and I'm right. not doing. I'm, like, not,
1: I'm not doing this, or I'm not doing that. Yeah.
0: And so, so if those mm-hmm. of us, especially who grew up in Christian homes, yep. or yep. or or homes where you're like, you know what? I know I'm supposed to. Be maritally faithful, mm-hmm. no adultery. I'm not supposed mm-hmm. to go do crazy dumb stuff, and so many of us are not doing crazy dumb stuff, but we're doing dumb stuff that adds up. That adds up,
1: and I think I think communication fuels the commitment. I think yeah. I think it 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 helps us fulfill the commitment, and not just fulfill it, but thrive within it. And that's talking. and And I think for me, I never wanted you to know that either I was upset or that I was struggling with something. Uh, and I, I, in our early years, especially, I just didn't want, I didn't want you to, I wanted you to think I was strong and I had it all together and, you know, and I think one of the things that you taught me very early on too was to assume the best mm. uh, about, a. a if, if I had an expectation that I didn't articulate, um, Josh and Sophie were just talking about expectation. Yeah. And uh, I think one of the things that we really do that hurts ourselves uh, unintentionally that, that can h- cause hurt um, and confusion and frustration, which leads then to bigger things, uh, is is not articulating where we're at and what we need. Uh, I, I just didn't—I I wanted you to think I had it all together. And when you shared that, that we need to assume the best about each other, I took that also for myself to say, I, I do need help, and he's my helper. God yeah. brought this man to be my husband to help me walk stuff out. And so to be able to, to have a safe place— To share when we're frustrated, or when we're really happy, or when I thought you looked really good in that sweatshirt, or what you know, in that hoodie, (laughs) in that hoodie. Uh, I I think creating safe spaces, and we want to do that in all of our relationships, but the priority has to be creating it in our if we're married in our marriage. Outside of we're not talking about situations where there's domestic violence or there there those outliers that we're not we're not talking about those, but but in a in a marriage relationship without that um creating a safe space that we can just be vulnerable with and be safe when we share what we're needing or what we're seeing or what we're feeling um you do a good job at that thanks i love how you do that
0: i uh one of the most beautiful things that i want to pass off to our kids i i how to think about this i want to give our kids something that you use like you can't unwrap it uh I doubt there's any financial value to this at all. (laughs) um, I can't promise them an easy life. I also can't promise them that you and I won't error. Mm. But to be able to give them and their kids and maybe their kids' kids um, the gift of mom and dad are still with each other, Mm. Um, committed to each other, still trying to make their marriage even healthier and mm-hmm. healthier and healthier. That's literally, that's one of the gifts I dream about that I want to give them. Yeah. And I, I feel like, I don't think kids should be your primary motivation to staying together, being together, all that. But I do think about, um, I want to leave that for them. Mm. Um, yeah. Even in all my weirdness.
1: Well, and but I think that you're so good at... Um... I'm, I love talking. I just love... I'll talk about anything forever. <laughs> what What I love about you is that you love intentional conversations of depth. Like, I'll talk about the weather. I'll talk about what kind of grass is in the yard. I'll talk about everything. But you pull it and tie it down to something. Um, like, there's nothing that can't be talked about in our house. Right. And not a lot of houses are like that where you can just talk about anything. Some things are just taboo where you don't want to speak of them. And I think in addition to um, the gift that you want to give our children. Again, I think the vehicle, so much of the vehicle of that is creating safe spaces to be able to talk and be authentic and vulnerable. And I love that because you've helped me do that. I, I wasn't like that when we got married. Everything was always okay. Nothing was ever wrong. Uh, and I wouldn't say that that was because I felt unsafe. I just didn't know how to be vulnerable uh, without feeling weak. And I am just so grateful that you've done that. And so much of that has helped our kids become that. And we get to give that to the world. So it makes us all stronger and better and get to go farther because of that. I love it.
0: So this, I I just want to be succinct with this, that I think one of the marriage conversations people need to have
4: Mm
0: -hmm. is, are you committed to your vows? Mm -hmm. And I think, I think some couples haven't been, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean you can't be now. Mm -hmm. Um, I would tell you I've counseled enough couples and walked them through their messes that the other side of the fence Mm -hmm. uh, is often far more painful than just getting off of your fence, staying on your property, you Mm -hmm. know, and Mm -hmm. in your marriage and figuring out a way Mm -hmm. to make it work. And um, so maybe this is a good uh, bump from the Lord, a prompting from the Lord going, Hey, stay committed and figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Literally figure out how to make it work.
1: And end up thriving, not just working, but thriving. And yeah. the best versions of you independently and together.
0: So i uh, uh just going to put it out there. Again, we put out there at different times. Um, I hope that this marriage talk, this stuff that we've just... Hasn't like lost some of those of you who are like, you hate marriage. But I hope it's beneficial. Even if you... Um, like. Transpose it on, onto something else where you're going, you know what? Maybe I've not been committed to my to my workplace like mm-hmm. I ought to, like I said I would be. Mm-hmm. Or or even as a parent, maybe you haven't been committed like you ought to be or, or a family member, friend, whatever it be. Mm-hmm. But if you are married or hope to one day, I hope this is beneficial mm-hmm. and makes, makes your life thrive. But more importantly, in the sense that I hope it keeps you off the fence with some of the most important relationships you've ever had. So if yeah. you have questions or even topic ideas. hoo.
1: We're opening that door. Yep.
0: I want you to text text <laughs> me 605-250-1224, 605-250-1224, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, whatever you believe, whatever you don't believe. I would love, we would love to hear the questions that you have about or the situations mm-hmm. that you have. Mm-hmm. I'll keep it private. I'm not going to come on and be like, so blah, buty blah, I'll just texted and <laughs> said, no, I I'll take your, your idea, and we'll implement it in some conversations. We'll bring on a guest that's hopefully a, a specialist in it, and we'll go after the topic together and hopefully help you get off the fence on something that's uh, important to you. So thanks for tuning in. Hope uh, you defeat the Goliath with someone that you love, mm. and I hope you forgive the wrongdoings that play out in the way. So uh, we love you very much.
1: Bye, friends.